finally, the last of the voices. We've had active and we've had middle. Now we get passive voice. All right, now let's talk, first of all, if you take your uh, uh, materials out when we did uh, English review for Greek, please. Let's take a look at that. Page 13. Page 13, point number two, down about five lines. A passive voice verb has a subject, but that subject is not the agent of the activity not the one responsible for the activity. Rather, it's acted upon. The dragon was slain by John. The game was watched by John. So, let's just take example 81. The dragon was slain by John. In this example, we would have, uh, if we were going to diagram that, we would do the following. Dragon, the was slain by John. Which, as Noam Chomsky said, is a passive transformation of an active sentence, which is actually this. John slew dragon the. See? It's actually that same sentence. What is the purpose of the passive voice? The purpose of the passive voice, so far as I can determine, is twofold. Number one, it allows you to focus on the object without doing something like dragon, the dragon John slew, or something like that. So the dragon was slain by John. It allows you to focus on the object, so to speak, of the verbal activity or the receiver of the verbal activity. But it also does something else, or it allows you to do something else, and this is a very interesting point. Take a look at my diagram up on the board. It also allows you to conceal agency. You can say, the dragon was slain, does not bother us anymore. See, maybe you don't know who slew the dragon. Or maybe you know and you don't want to say. It allows you not to have to reveal agency. And actually, if you think of it, if people are doing something like, let us say, police investigation, you'd say, Something like, the body was apparently taken from this location and disposed of over here. Well, I don't know who did that. I've got to use the passive voice. So you're just talking about that in the passive without the necessity even of having the active agency. Now, you're going to like this point. There is kind of an old hermeneutical rule. I don't know who thought this up. Probably James just thought it up. 
that when you have a passive verb without an, uh, without an agent expressed in the Bible, the agency is God. So if you would say something like, the world was created in six days. By God. See? So um, uh, there are a number of places where that comes up. And you see, you, most of you know that the Jews had a thing about actually saying the name of God. Okay? Well, a passive formulation allows you not to mention God. So rather than saying God created the world, you can say the world was created in six days or something like that and not mention it. Now, the agency of the activity in our language is done with a prepositional phrase headed by the preposition by. As we're going to see in a few moments, Greek has two different ways of doing this. One exactly parallels English with a preposition that means by. And then there's another way, and I'll talk about that. So let's review. A passive verb is one that has a subject all right, but the subject is not the agent or the one responsible for doing the activity of the verb. See here, the dragon is not responsible for the slaying. Secondly, the passive verb does still have a subject, grammatically. Thirdly, the actual agency now will be done in some way, either by a by clause or in Greek also another way. And it allows you to change the focus of the sentence or not to have to reveal who the actor is, who's doing, who's the agent of the activity. Notice here, essentially, a passive, uh, I want you to take a look up here at the uh, 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 diagrams. Essentially, a passive verb takes the object and puts it as the subject. The object of the active sentence and puts it as the subject of the passive sentence. Now, I bring this point up because it, I, it was not made known to me until, or not made known, I mean, I did not realize this until about 20 years ago, that English has a unique ability and characteristic that most other languages don't have in this regard. And that is this. English is able to do a passive sentence with an indirect object in the subject slot. For example, instead of saying, money was given to me by my mother. Uh, here, here's the active sentence. My mother gave me money. A passive transformation. Money was given to me by my mother. But you know what English can also do? I was given money by my mother. There, the indirect object, I or me, is the subject of the sentence. Steve, you can't do that in German. 
I tried to do that with German speakers. They're saying, no, 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 you can't do that. You can do that in English, but not in German. So if it, it's, you say, meine Mutter hat mir das Geld gegeben, you can't start out, you know, ich, uh, and then you have Geld someplace and gegeben. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And Greek doesn't do it either. When you have passive sentences, you put the direct object in the subject slot like that, not an indirect object. Okay? Small point, but of interest to people who know who Warren Buffett is. All right, now. 